Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. I've been turned on ever since. You're going to have to wait. You're, you're, you're going to have to wait for a follow-up on that because uh, my guy Linnell Willingham is in studio. He'll join us in a wee little bit uh, to get his perspective on Adam Peters and more as we move forward. But I want to give him a chance to eat, settle down, what have you, uh, as we go through the show. And I want to get a couple more phone calls in here uh, for guys that have been on hold for a long time. Let's uh, Before we get to rock... Let's get to Greg and Gaithersburg. Uh, first up here in the 3 o'clock hour on this football Friday by uh, on the Team Not Any, driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealers on the Ace Law listener lines. Business is a cranking, baby. What's up, Greg? How are you? I'm good. How you doing, man? Good, Greg. What's going uh, on? A couple things real quick. I'm, I'm really excited about this GM. Uh I think he's got a great background, and the one thing that shows me that uh, Harris and those guys—they're not waiting around to say, "Well, maybe we can wait for this guy." I mean, they're—they're they're getting the people they want. They're getting them right away, and I truly think that in the next three or four days, I'll have hired a head coach. Uh, so I'm—I'm I'm really excited the way they're handling it. Um, as far as the draft goes, personally, I would not take a quarterback in the second round. I'd look for a strong left tackle. You mean you mean number number maybe, number two overall pick, not in the second round. Yes, sir. Number right. two. I'm right. Sorry. Gotcha. And then um, I'm not, I don't I don't rec- remember what our next pick is. Uh, it's thirty. Um, it's thirty fifth overall, and then fortieth overall from the Bears for Montez Sweat. Okay. Well, here's here's the thing too. I think, and people got to remember that this this, you know, we don't become contenders overnight. You know, it may take a year or two, but I would go for the line because, you know, if you put Tom Brady back there with that, with the line we have, he, you know, he's going to get hammered. So I think we need to get a good left tackle. We got Cosme on the right, which is good, and uh, maybe uh, pick up a, uh, a corner, a solid corner, and then see what quarterbacks are available at that point. We can pick one up, you know, if, if J.J. McCarthy is available or or whoever up the list is is available but I think that we got to build the line before we build anything else or we're going to just be repeating the same old song and dance. Yeah, I, I hear you man and I appreciate the phone call. Uh you know, I, again, I am trying to stay away from the heavy like you know, all the needs in the draft because Adam Peters just got here today and there's free agency which will alter what needs we have in the draft, right? But I, here's what I would say in general. Um, first of all, 
only a handful of the of the draft picks that any team has is are, are going to be long term contributors. I mean, if you can get two or three out of every draft class, you know, assuming a draft class is you know roughly eight to nine picks somewhere in that range, and obviously Washington has, you know, yes, the five picks in the top one hundred and the six picks in the top one hundred three, but they have overall uh, three. Six, nine picks overall, and again, five picks, one, two, three, four, five in the top 100, and six in the top 103. And again, they could acquire more via the, you know trades and what have you. You know, out of that, like if they stay at nine picks, right, which is not likely, but if they stay at nine picks, if they get three long-term starters out of that, like basically a 33% hit rate in terms of long-term starters, I'm not talking about like – like James Smith Williams, nice guy, nice contributor, not a starter, right? Not like I still consider it a successful draft pick because he was picked in the seventh round. Cam Curl is one of those guys that would be a quote unquote hit, right? If you can hit on about 33 ish percent of your picks in any given year, long term contributing starters and, and maybe more, I think you're going to be doing okay. I think you're going to be doing okay. Now, the key is if you can hit on 33-ish percent, you know, maybe it's 40%, whatever, in that realm, and then you can hit on one or two more in every draft class that are long-term contributors, i.e. a James Smith-Williams type or a Casey Tuhill type or something else, you know, a fifth wide receiver who turns out to be a special team stalwart or whatever. Now you're cooking. That's how you build a team. And then you layer five or six Long-term, solid, good contributors on top of that, on top of that. Uh, Just going real quickly back to uh, what we talked about at the end of the first hour, and uh, Brian and Alexandra brought it up, and it's a really good point. Uh, And I forgot to check on this. My fault. Solomon Thomas was Kyle Shanahan and Adam Peters and John Lynch's first draft pick. Now, they didn't get there until mid-February. Okay, so, you know, they were pressed for time. But they took Solomon Thomas, number three overall, out of Stanford. He had 15 career sacks. He sucked. Reuben Foster, number 31 overall in that draft. Again, Reuben Foster was on his way before he had some injuries, and then he had all of the disciplinary stuff, and then he came here and catastrophically blew out his knee and never returned. That was their first two draft picks in the first round. Again, not to mention the Trey Lance terrible acquisition. You are going to make huge mistakes in the draft and in free agency sometimes. It's what you do surrounding and elsewhere. The Dre Greenlaws in the fifth round in the 2019 draft. Um, Even a guy like Jawan Jennings in the seventh round, wide receiver, special teams contributor. Obviously, Brandon Ayuk, yeah, okay, fine. I, I, you know, that's a second-round pick. Elijah Mitchell in the sixth round of 2021. Hufanga in the fifth round of 2021. The same draft as Trey Lance. I mean, you know, again, um, and, and where's uh, Fred? Oh, Fred Warner was 2018, third round. We mentioned that earlier. And Drake Greenlaw, I think I just mentioned him, fifth round, 2019. You can make mistakes in the first round. All teams do it. 
It's what you do the rest of the draft. And guys like Greenlaw and Fred Werner and Hufunga before the injury, they were not only contributors, they were big-time bona fide starters. You know, if you hit on a bunch of those guys, it's going to allow you to make some mistakes in the first and second round. Ideally, you want to not make those mistakes, but it's going to happen. It's not totally in your control. Uh, let's get to Rock in D.C. If you... Let's go. Let's go, Rooster. What's going on, oh man? Oh, my God. You having me on here. Rock, we didn't even plan that, and I started to do my thing, and then I heard the audio kick in, and Matt had it unplanned. So that that is like radio uh, radio brilliance, uh, if I must say so myself. What's up, Rock? You, not, not much, not much. Um, By the way, you, you got to call in all the time just so we can do that for you, okay? No, no problem at all. I love love this show, man. All you guys down there, man. I got a lot of windshield time working at FedEx, so I appreciate that. Oh boy, but, Atta, baby, um, we appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, you know, I'm I'm a big Tennessee Titans fan, and um, you know, I, I'm local. Uh, my father's a big Washington uh, Commanders fan, and um, you know, there's a lot of parallels between the two organizations if you really think about it right now. Um, and you know, I, I just think. A lot of callers call him talking about, oh, draft Jaden Daniels. Oh, you, oh, you got to draft J.J. McCarthy. It's like, look, the Red, you know, I don't know if anybody said this, but the Redskins just did, you know, did it with RG3 and Kirk Cousins, you know, the 49ers. Obviously, I heard you, you bring up Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Just swing, you know, two times, you know, or in the draft. You know, you got to find the guy. The, Red, the commander's got to find the guy. The Titans got to find the guy. Is it Will Levis? Is it Sam Howell, you know? Uh, I, I don't. I don't really know. So I, I feel like you guys are blessed with the number two overall pick. You know, the guy at LSU just won the Heisman, and I just, you know, I think it just it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, man. I, you know, like like here's the, like here's the thing. You know, again, um, and you said you're a Titans fan, right? And 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 that's ultimately probably Mike Vrabel's undoing. There is. Despite all of the you know rumors and 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 power struggle and this that and the other thing and the GMs cutting in, and AJ Brown and whatever, ultimately I mean we think Will Levis might be good but but we should know better by now. Will Levis has got a long way to go before he's truly good. Okay, uh, but Mike Vrabel right. couldn't find necessarily the right quarterback to save and extend his window right now. Whether he comes here or not, we'll see what happens. But building a football organization. Again, when you are desperate, when you're dealing out of desperation, you're going to make more mistakes than when you're dealing out of, I guess what I would call it, kind of calculated plays. Um, and, you know, you know, it, it's always interesting to see how teams, again, can overcome what mistakes they make. And, and, and here's a perfect example with San Francisco, right? I mean, Tennessee wasn't able to overcome some of their, you know, like Traylon Burks, who they... Uh, who they picked up after trading away A.J. Brown. Has Traylon Burks really done much of anything? Not to my knowledge, right? Now, some of that is quarterback-related. Some of that is injury-related. Some of that is whatever-related. But the bottom line is, is San Francisco was able to rebound, recover from some bad draft picks, what have you, some bad mistakes. Every team makes them. It's whether you can find the hidden gem, the crown jewel, if you will, to overcome what mistakes you make. Tennessee wasn't. Washington never has been able to. San Francisco was able to 
doubt. You, you trade guys like A.J. Brown and Trent Williams, and, uh, you know, you're asking yourself, well, why did that ever happen? Yeah. No doubt about it. Rock, I appreciate you, brother. Be safe out there. Thanks uh, for the call. And uh, anytime you want to call in, it gives us a reason to celebrate the greatness of the people's champion who came back to Monday Night Raw a week and a half ago and electrified. The millions and millions of the Rocks fans. I'm one of them. Sorry. I might be a little kid in that way. I hate his movies. How about that? I've watched, well, I shouldn't say I hate his movies. I have no interest in his movies. I've seen one. It stunk. You've only seen one movie? Yeah. What? Which I, one was it? I, I don't It was like something in Japan. He was hanging on a skyscraper or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's not a good movie. Yeah, well, okay, but I haven't seen any of his other movies. Maybe I've seen, like, bits and pieces, you know, if it, like, popped on TV or whatever. I'm not a movie guy. I'm a music guy, and I'm a sports guy. And I'd much rather watch, like, crime documentaries, you know, like A&E, 48 Hours, that type of stuff, Cooking Channel uh, or, you know, Food Network, whatever. That's my jam. You know what surprises me, though? I can see you loving a fun, stupid movie that you can turn your brain off and enjoy if it's like action, has a little bit of sports behind it. No, all that no, kinda... no, no. You're wrong on that. I, you're going in the right direction. Well, hold you're on. You're going in the right direction. Comedy, but not stupid, inane, like dumb and dumber comedy. Like true comedy. I can enjoy and wrap my head around and get interested in whatever and maybe fall asleep to. It's... I'm not really an action movie guy. See, I had you as a Fast and Furious mark. Nope. That's why I was like, there's no nope. way. None of that None of that stuff is interesting to me. Okay. I mean, I'm going to let you in on a little something. I saw Top Gun in, in, its, in, in its entirety last year for the first time ever. I think that Top Gun is, and this might be something that'll get me canceled right on the radio. I think Top Gun's overrated. Fair. I don't I don't totally disagree with you. But I, but the the fact that it took me until last year to see Top Gun in its entirety. Uh yeah, that's a that's a little wild. I mean, I should tell you everything you need to know. I watch sports. I watch sports, I watch some news, although that's harder and harder to watch. I watch the Food Network just to get some ideas. I I don't, you know, like if you're traveling or maybe occasionally if I get a hankering to cook something, you know, and I, I and some mindless entertainment, and that's it. You know, like I don't want to think, I don't want to like, con- I don't want to do any of that stuff. Um, all right, let's get um, uh, let's get uh, Forrest and Ashburn here, and then we'll take a time out and bring in uh, Linnell. What's up? And we'll we'll grab more calls as well. Uh, what's up, Forrest? How are you? Hey, can you hear me? Yep, I got you, man. What's going on? Hey, great, great. Well, I just want to say that I am uh, hopeful uh, regarding new hire, but my question is, uh, were there any considerations uh, for minority candidates uh, for this position? And uh, you may or may not be on the inside to know, will that be the case going forward with head coaches? Well, A, the answer to to, uh, the head coach uh, search is it, it has to be, right? Um, so they've requested requested interviews with Raheem Morris, uh, the L.A. Rams defensive coordinator and former Buccaneers head coach, uh, I assume, 
Raheem want I, I know Raheem wants to be a head coach. I assume he will take the interview. Um, as far as the rest of the list goes, Aaron Glenn said he will take an interview, uh, the Detroit Lions defensive coordinator. So that would satisfy that element of the rule. And by the way, I think both of those guys have a somewhat legitimate, uh, if not legitimate, chance at taking the job. As far as the general manager or head of football operations job, uh, they interviewed um, Ian, uh, Ian Cunningham, who was a finalist from the Bears, formerly of the uh, Ravens and the Eagles, uh, and as well Glenn Cook, uh, who I, I believe, uh, if I remember correctly, and I didn't know this, uh, I just saw it online, is a minority as well. Uh, so I believe they satisfied all, um, you know, all uh, r- r- rules and requirements, let's just say, uh, for the Rooney rule. I am a big believer in I am a big believer in interviewing as many candidates as you can. Some people are not. Uh, and I hope they cast as wide of a, a, a net as they can. And I will say this, I am not hiring anybody based on skin color, based on one statistical ranking, based on one win and lost year record, this, that, based on one personality trait, based on your background, offense, defense, based on whether you're a retread. I'm looking for the best candidate to lead my football organization on a day-in, day-out basis on the field and on the sidelines. That's all that matters to me. That's all that matters to me. And whether that's, you know, somebody white, black, old, new, uh, you know, uh, popular, not popular, offense, defense, that that's me. I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's, that, there's no problem with that. But, you know, to to get those positions, you have to have opportunities Understood. to interview for them. Understood. And there are uh, very, very well-positioned uh, people in the league who can fill those Understood. I listen, listen I would I, if if you're asking me like I would now I know Raheem Morris, I don't know Aaron Glenn. If you're asking me mm-hmm. like I've heard great things about Aaron Glenn, but if you were asking me Raheem Morris or Aaron Glenn because I know Raheem Morris and I'm biased, I would hire Raheem Morris. Is that fair to Aaron Glenn? No. But if that's, you know, if that's the approach that Adam Peters takes, then it might not be fair to another candidate. Black, white, you know, old, new, offense, defense, what have you. But I'm but I'm telling you how I operate and you know and ju- and just, you know, because of the the, the kind of context of your call, I mean, I specifically chose two black candidates, right? But I'm telling you that you know, whether it's fair or unfair to Aaron Glenn, I would naturally lean towards Raheem Morris because me, Chris, the loudmouth on the radio, knows and worked with Raheem Morris, and I know what kind of duty is as opposed to what kind of, right. in addition to what kind of football coach. So I don't know, you know, Adam Peters knows Bobby Slowick. I don't know who else he knows besides Bill Belichick and worked with that are among the candidates. Sure. Okay, so again, he might fair. lean a certain I'm way. Yeah, so he might lean a certain way just because of who he knows. So, you know. Sure, it's all about who you know, definitely. Yeah. But there are people who are known who still don't get the interview. Understood. That's, that's my own point. Understood. Own point. And that's by the way, point. Eric Bieniemy too, will get I, – I, I surely – I you firmly believe this. Eric Bieniemy deserves – and I believe will get a head coaching interview with the Washington Commanders. I don't think he gets the job. I don't think his resume sure. this past year is strong enough to say you have to hire that guy. Could you find a way right. to keep him? Yes. Um, you know, and maybe that's unfair. 
But that's just the way it is. Appreciate the phone call for us. Good to hear from you. 321 Team 980 on a football Friday on the Team 980, driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Linnell Willingham will join us, get his thoughts. Plus, we'll mix in your phone calls over the next half an hour or so. Good response by you guys, as you would expect, on a football Friday with Adam Peters now. Firmly in charge of the Washington Commanders. And hopefully we look back on this day 20 years from now and say it's the day that truly changed it all in the right direction. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Are you are you like mocking me? I almost feel like you're mocking me by how excited. I never hear you come back from break with that much charisma. No, I'm not. How are you, Chris? How are you, YIC? I'm. Uh, I was just doing a little bit season for you. Is that one of your favorite podcasts? Uh, it's one of them. Yeah, sure. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts except for my own because I want to relive my brilliance, and because I want to, you know, look, look how I'm wearing my headphones. <laughs> You are a clown. I mean, this is—I don't want to mess what, my. What? I just got a haircut. I don't you want to mess, mess the top your of my hair. hair. You got no hair. I don't have any. That is the most ignorant thing I've ever heard anyone say. I mean, you've got a. You, I you, don't have. You've any. got Where's a thin it? layer of hair. That's ridiculous. All over your head, but it's not like like. Look I at me. You, I've, I thought I've you got wanted hair. me to join to talk football, not for you to make fun of my hair. Or to make fun of your intro. Or to make fun. It's of not my to intro. make fun of your intro or hair. It's to celebrate you, Linnell, and all that you were about. Everything that you represent at the age of the tender age of 26. All right, we will get back to the calls in just a sec. Liddell is in studio uh, with us, freshly. I mean, I called him back today on the way in. He says, Oh, I can't talk. I, I, I'm getting a haircut. I was in the chair. Right. I mean, anyone knows yeah. how that works. You're at the barber shop. At the right? barber. At the barber shop. You're, you're getting get, chopped up. You're getting chopped up. All right. Um, so yeah. I know you were pumped up more. Than me on Monday. Yes. Um, in terms of new face, new era, yes. changing of the ways, new I'm guard, everything. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. You are very – Linnell wow. is nothing but excited. I'm yes. always moist, baby. <laughs> and moist. To you ran it back. But <laughs> I would say for me, I am much more excited today than yeah. I was on Monday. And Monday it was optimistic and yeah. hopeful. But you had today heard. is excited. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to work. Nobody does. Thank you. Right? Thank you, Chris. But reasonably, like, I'll, I'll tell you this, okay? I like Scott McLuhan as a person, okay? Scott was good to me, always friendly, always helpful, what have you. I was extremely worried the instant they hired Scott McLuhan. Because I knew and what the what the yeah. tea leaves said, and, and I knew in that building yeah. it was not going to work for various reasons. Okay, uh, and he was again completely eviscerated by Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder early on. I don't know exactly when. Maybe it was that like after four or five months, or after he started uh, to get credit for the job that he was doing. Well, you mean? well, that and also some other incidents and stuff, which we won't relitigate. Okay, but my point being is. That was the only football executive executive that's not a head coach executive or a head coach masquerading as an executive <laughs> that they've had here in my time around here. Because it wasn't Bruce Allen. It wasn't, you know, Mike Shanahan knew football, but Mike Shanahan's first goal was to coach. be the head coach, yeah. right? And first job was to be the head coach. Yes, he had. They said final power and control. He never really had that dealing with Bruce and Dan. But the the point being, especially on major decisions, the point being is Adam Peters is the first unencumbered, non-coach, football-only executive, czar, that this organization has had since, since the great, Executives, uh, you know Bobby Beathard and 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 when did certainly you Casserly, put in Charlie Casserly. When, when did Charlie Casserly end? Uh, I'd have to look that up. I believe I want to say it was like 1994. So since I've been born, yeah, I think they so. have yet to have a real competent. Oh, maybe no. I'm sorry. Maybe it was maybe it was later than that. I'm sorry. Uh, we don't consider Vinny yeah. Serrato. No, no, I mean, no, no, he was no, a, he was no. a damn agent. Yeah, never made football yeah. decisions right, in right. anyone's organization no. before. Not not Except Bruce, for not Bruce Allen not Bruce. again. Not Scott McLuhan. And yeah. some people are going to fight back on that. Uh, again, Scott McLuhan did not like. He drafted Josh Dotson. Well, yeah, <laughs> but 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 I mean, the point being is he just didn't have because of his you know some of his own doing, maybe a lot of his own doing. He just did not have the total and complete unilateral control that they served up as basically a dog and pony show, uh, you know, as a hailing of a new... This is a different day. This is a new day. This is a legitimate dude who knows football. And thank goodness, and I'm, I was the only one, I think, screaming about this, yeah. please don't hire an analytics guy to be the GM or executive VP or whatever his title is ultimately going to be. Mm-hmm. Please don't hire an analytics guy. I already have Eugene Chen. I don't need Eugene Chen Jr. So you're I saying need, no Alec Halaby is a part no, of this? No, I mean, I said that to you the other okay. day. Yeah. I, I'm totally out on Alec Halaby. I'm sorry. That. Never in no interest. Zero interest. Zilch. I mean, Adam Peters, Ian Cunningham, interest. Mm-hmm. Anybody that had a strong or overwhelming analytical background, no thanks. You know, uh, so yeah. this is the day. Quickly, because I took up a, a bunch of your time here in the first salvo and we got to you late. <clears throat> Ultimately, 
Is this an A-plus day? Does this ultimately, if we look back 15, 20 years from now, in your mind, guests go down as you know B-plus day and A-minus day? How would you... I, it's an impossible question to answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How would you yeah. how would you guess, looking into your Linnell's crystal ball, hmm. that we're going to grade this day? Uh, you have to say A+, plus for all the reasons you just listed. We haven't been here before. Yeah, I personally don't know what this feels like. I've never been a part of anything like this before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not speaking in hyperbole when I say that. Mm-hmm. This is, and I said it, what was it, Wednesday when I was on with you. All my life I was told the events that have transpired within the past 18 months, I was always told it wasn't even possible by people your age, people older than you. But the fact that we've reached this, no matter what Adam Peters turns out to be, no matter what this first coaching staff under Josh Harris turns out to be, they went through the process Mm -hmm. finally Mm -hmm. for the first time. So I'm going to live with whatever results there are. But I think that's kind of where we get ahead of ourselves a little bit because let's really – open up the the book and really look at the blank page that we have. 70-plus million dollars in cap space, five picks in the top 100, and massive decisions that you have to make. Because I know a lot of you out there have already put Sam Howell in the grave. What if Adam Peters comes in here and says, hmm, the situation that Sam Howell was in was interesting. Basically, all I'm saying is this. There's going to be a ton of homework to be done by Adam Peters, his henchmen, the current coaches that are on staff under contract, the new coaches that come in, they got to evaluate and grind the tape and make decisions because one can make an argument that, that, darn, look at the circumstances that were dealt to Sam Howe. How can you punt on him as a young quarterback? How are you comfortable putting any young quarterback in this situation? So there's a lot of work that has to be done. I'm not saying Sam Howe is going to be the starter. I'm not saying they're not going to draft a quarterback. I'm saying leave no stone unturned. They're going to do the work, whatever the work says, Wherever the work leads them, I'm okay with it, 110%. Uh, I, I'm with you as well. Um, now, I know right, what's going to be taken from that is, oh, you think Sam Howell's going to be the start? No, That's not no, what I said. Sam Howell is going to be a part of this organization no, no matter what. Him, I mean, exactly. No matter what. That would be the exactly. dumbest thing in the world to say, oh, no, Sam Howell's out, I'm People done. People think he's dead. Yeah. I mean, you could do a lot worse as a backup quarterback yeah, and as a French starter or as a c- competitor to the starting yeah. position, regardless of what happens with Jacoby Prezet, and one then thing, yeah. Sam Howell. And I, I mean, can, and I can guarantee you this, let's not make m- the mistakes of our, our predecessor. I don't give a damn if they draft Caleb Williams number two overall. His ass is competing with Samuel Howell. He is under That's contract. Fair. He's got to win that job. That's I'm not fair. giving any more quarterbacks jobs yeah. here in D.C. I don't give a rat's ass if it's the number one pick. That's fair. You don't just start a guy. That's fair. You got to compete. That's fair. All right, that's Linnell Willingham. Opening thoughts from him. We got to take a quick timeout. We're going to blow off the trending alert so we have a shorter break so we can get back to more of uh, LW here, the youngest in charge, and as well, more of your calls. Plus, we still got to get in a quick dumb dumb of the day. And that's going to be a little, little um, let's just call it, um, uh, let's just say, I, 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 I mm. you could shop at Walmart. Oh, God. But you also could shop at Target. Oh, no, you're not going to make But you'd ban- damn well better pay for what you shop for Good at Target. Uh, on the Team Shame 980. On it's tr- Shame on it's you. It's very fair. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Miley Cyrus, party in the U.S. Say, baby. I like this song. I 
love it. Great song. Great little tune. Man, I don't remember you playing this too well. It's not a, not often reasons to party around. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, got to save it for the days when it's a real That's special true. occasion That's or That's true. a holiday. What does the ticker say over there, Matthew Essex? It's Are you about talking about Kalen Golden DeBoer? State? It's about Kalen DeBoer, I think. Oh, it's in Washington's Kalen DeBoer. So he's, so he's, he's going to become the Alabama head coach Ooh. if he's not already. I mean, it was like they were in deep contract negotiation, especially when Norvell and Stark got yeah. you know, their contracts taken care of at FSU and And I know Lanning Texas, went Right, Lanning said no and, and yeah. whatever. By the way, Charlie okay. Casterly was the GM around here until 19... 19- uh, 99, Ooh, So technically, so I was, a little bit longer than um, two years old. Yeah, people. I mean, you get yeah, what I'm saying. Whatever. Exactly. All right. Anyway, um, all right. Before we get back to the calls, before we get to dumb dumb of the day, um, and we'll get to Sean and we'll get to uh, Adam and Rest and Lou. Uh, try and get to everybody. Um, ultimately, I made the argument, and I know most. I didn't make it strongly because you know, just not today's not the day to in, incite people to go and to go hard on that one. Everyone's trying to be happy, right? And anytime you you, you talk in layers, and you actually have nuance right. with your discussion. People accuse you of being negative. Right. God, no. for, God forbid you have a polarizing opinion. Yeah. Right? God, not even and, the and, opinion. And, it's just God forbid you yeah. look at things from a bird's eye right. view and right. be realistic. So here was my thing. Today's hire of Adam Peters, the number one football man in charge, more important to me and more important, I believe, for this organization than who the head coach will be. Yes. Now, in concert, obviously, Adam Peters will be making that decision, so they'll be intricately tied and, and yes. whatever. But Adam Peters' role, talent acquisition, draft, free agency, uh, post-draft, free agency, undrafted free agents, what have you, and roster management. And along with that comes, and he won't be directly doing it, but contract negotiation yep. and salary cap management, but he'll be doing it to some degree. That to me is the most. That is the heart and soul and guts of a football organization. Way more important to me than who the head coach will be. I agree with you, hundred ten percent. And the impact. It's about what I what we keep going back to having a type. Adam Peters is to me is should be the one in charge of what type of football players are we looking for? And obviously, he's going to be a part of hiring the head coach. So mm-hmm. ideally, Adam Peters, who I'm going to start calling AP, and that coach are, are in unison mm-hmm. when it comes to that type. So I, I do agree with you. Yes, that is the most important point. The last AP, by the way, was run out of here. Well, yeah, by the guy that just got kicked out of here. So it's different. Correct. But ultimately, yes, like I do agree the general manager hire was always more important because that's, to me, who's going to be in charge of setting that foundation mm-hmm. and setting that standard of what it means to be a Washington commander. Now, obviously, the head coach has a huge say in that as well because he's dealing with the coaches on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So I think that was that flickering yeah. in the microphone. No, no, but but the, you're saying like the message carries from the top down and streams on down. All but the, but yes. I, I guess from what, the owner. I, I guess you know how I operate. Yeah. And you and I so, somewhat disagree on this, right? Mm-hmm. I think talent and the players more control over whether a team wins or loses yeah. than a coach or a coaching staff. Now, I can agree with that, but I also think it's on the coach to get the most out of the guys. Understood, and I agree with that. But the guy who's getting the talent, who's largely and mostly responsible for acquiring, identifying, acquiring, and choosing the talent, to me, is more important than, per se, the head coach. Again, it doesn't mean the head coach is not important. It just means 
football is a game, like, again, the most talented teams or the teams perceived to be the most talented don't always win. (laughs) Some of them aren't even in the playoffs. Right. (laughs) But in order to have a chance to do things the right way and to find that commander's way or Washington football way, the DNA, the the spine, if you will, of what you want to try and build over the next 15 to 20 years, you have to have the talent in order to do so. And talent doesn't just mean like freaky athlete who takes half the plays off. I mean talent and hustle and work ethic and championship DNA, you know, all the things that are kind of sort of been missing from here. And I think – like I said on Wednesday, Adam Peters calls those guys for him in San Francisco that were his gold helmet mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. Fred Warner's, yeah. your, your Trey, Trey Green Greenlaws, Long. who weren't your big yep. flashy number one right. picks. Right. Bosa happens to embody all those qualities, yep. and he was your number one overall yep. pick. Yep. But as, as you've been alluding to, this, this process to me is what I'm most excited about. All of the grunt work and the decision-making that's going to have to be made. But I do think ultimately today is the start of all of that and for that reason, the most important part of it. No doubt about it. You want to grab a call or two here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do let's it. Do let's it. get to um, let's get to our buddy Sean, uh, Sean. who is calling from uh, Xavier University now in Cincinnati, Ohio, instead of Connecticut. What's up, Sean? How are you? Hey, Chris. I'm good. How are you? Good, up, Sean. Up, What's Sean? going on? Um, I was just talking. I was talking to Matt when I called in earlier, and it just it. I think for the first time in my entire life, even before I became conscious enough to understand the dumpster fire that was Washington football, um, for the first time ever, we have a real GM who has full autonomy to do what he sees right and who's already had a ton of success. So it's just, it's kind of a weird feeling. Uh, I'm not used to actually feeling happy and actually being like, wow, we like, it may take a little bit, but we actually have a chance now. So it's just it's a it's a sigh of relief almost. Like you guys, the movie um, Pursuit of Happiness with yes. Will Smith at the end of the at the end of the movie after he finally gets the job yeah. after all this hard work pays <laughs> off. That scene of him, the scene of him slow clapping in the crowd. That's that's I tweeted it out earlier. That's exactly how I feel today. I feel like we finally. Sean's going to be fired. I'm struggling to find words. Sean, you're gonna be fired I'm, I'm, up. I'm good. good you're gonna be fired up, Sean. Um, and uh, just to just to end it off real quick, there's a bunch of different head coaches that I'd be happy with. Um, I love the Ravens defensive coordinator. I think him and Adam Peters would. That's like or Ben Johnson. I don't know. I just I I don't want to upset anybody. Like Chris, I love. I love yeah, who you cares? Know, who cares? Sean? Fun at people who. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. but you're not actually, you, nobody's upsetting me yeah I'm fine oh I hate Chris they've been hating Chris for bottom, 10 years yeah bottom line is it's a new day for Washington we actually have a chance um, and maybe who knows maybe I won't be completely embarrassed to be a commander fan next year but I just wanted to call in and give my two cents it's a great day for Washington football. It's a great day for Washington fans. Thanks, guys. Sean, Sean you're, ma- you're making Linnell jump out of his seat. he gets it. He's me. He's me. I feel like it, yeah. y'all, y'all be thinking well, I'm Sean's young. About Sean's younger he's, than you. He's younger than me. I mean, I mean, both of you guys are young. You don't get it. But you're also wily seasoned veterans. <sighs> you're beyond your years. He I hit, think. What, what he, one thing that he said really touched a nerve. I'm not going to have to be embarrassed. 
to be a Commanders fan anymore. That's a real thing. All of my friends, none of my friends are Commander fans. Right. None of them. Well, that's because they've been an embarrassment on the field Correct. and worse and worse off the field. So why would you? But, but again, think think about what think about man. what today represents and why I was so geeked up about today, January twelfth, right? Wow, on July twelfth, on July twelfth, Josh Harris was not the owner. Okay, so six months ago, Josh Harris was not the owner. You know who would have not been coming here? <laughs> If yeah. Dan Snyder was still, even if he was temp, even if he was thought to be on his way out, yeah. and maybe on his way out, if this was last off season, this would never happen. I, I'm going to explore the option to sell. There's no chance Adam Peters is here. Not a lick. And I'm telling you, yeah. Kyle Shanahan said to me in a conversation we had after the game two weeks ago, and he said it on the podium too. So it's not like he only said it to me. Hatchet's buried. Yeah, he's because Dan's but, gone. But. But Kyle would not have – there's no chance Kyle would have said, Adam, go to Washington he could have if just Dan elevated. was still here. Because he could have just elevated. Right. Because right. he's the one that's exactly. the head he's not, he's not going to stand in the way of him truly becoming right. the number one because Kyle's the number one. Correct. And Kyle's not going anywhere. Ever. <laughs> but, the, but the bottom line is it would have never happened if this was six months ago. Even if Dan was thought to be on the way out, there's no chance Kyle would have said – all my blood. I'm telling you, Kyle gave yeah. his kiss of approval to this because otherwise, Adam Peters, who has is the bell of the ball, who's the cat's meow, who the can go anywhere, meow. whenever. <laughs> I mean, why would he come here? He's coming here because he knows Josh Harris is not a. Yeah, bimbo, bimbo. Th- that's one word you can use. The cat's meow. You will hear me bust that off somewhere on, on my own program. All wow. Right. Okay. Uh, we got to take a timeout. Uh, we didn't get to Adam and Reston uh, and, and others. I'm sorry. Which uh, is so much, you know, to get to and uh, and, and all that stuff. My bad. Uh, please call back in on uh, on Tuesday uh, when we return because we're going to take uh, Monday and Martin Luther King uh, day off. We'll have some simulcast programming and then the Wizards. Uh, play at 3 o'clock on Monday, a special day. Go out to Capital One Arena, support the Wizards, honor Dr. Martin Luther King and all the activations and whatnot that they're doing uh, there. Uh, so that'll be at, uh, I think, pregame coverage at 245 tip just after 3 o'clock from Capital One right here on the Team 980. So we'll take Monday off and be back uh, with you on Tuesday with more coverage. But first, Dumb Dumb of the Day coming up next. All right, good to have you with us. We wrap up the show. Uh, Again, before we say goodbye, we tell you, coming up in less than 10 minutes, Scott Pioli, who hired Adam Peters in New England as an exec or as a scout when when Scott Pioli was Bill Belichick's right-hand man and also obviously worked side-by-side with Bill Belichick uh, for several Super Bowls and many years, is coming up uh, right here with uh, Craig Hoffman at the top of the show. But first, we serve to piss off Linnell. (laughs) <laughs> and present not sometimes it's a laugh sometimes it's just pure and utter stupidity it's time for dumb dumb of the day all right maybe this is a little bit cold and callous or maybe it's just the way life should be so remember ryan rollins the wizard's guard 
who was acquired in the Chris Paul trade from the Golden State Warriors, who was just released on Monday night. Well, now we apparently found out the reason, because according to Josh Robbins of The Athletic, former Wizards guard Ryan Rollins is accused of repeatedly shoplifting from a Target store, according to the court documents at the Alexandria General District Court obtained by The Athletic. According to police in the court documents, he sold small household items such as groceries, body wash, and candles from a Target store on seven different occasions. Not one. Don't be a donk. Seven. Yes, Craig Heist. Don't be a donk. Between September 9th and November 9th, when he was on the Wizards roster, he's been charged with seven counts of petty larceny, and the items alleged to have been stolen in each incident were valued at less than $1,000. Petty larceny of goods worth less than $1,000 in Virginia is classified as a Class 1 misdemeanor in Virginia. So, listen, he's not looking at any significant jail time here or anything like that, but obviously going to get Next some... Thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. Well, I don't know if this is the chicken police there, pal. Uh, this is the regular police. This is the target police. Uh, what's next? He stole popcorn? I, I mean, body wash? Please. I need some body wash. I'm going to go to the store and pay four and a half dollars for body wash. I'm not going to steal it, Ryan Rollins. You're 21 years old. You're making... How much money was he making? Uh, I, I saw it last night. My goodness, where is it right now? $1.7 million? $1.7 million? And you're stealing Old Spice? From a Target? What are we doing here? Like a Zagazool. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Michael Winger told The Athletic, quote, We just recently learned of the charges against Ryan. We cannot comment on the matter or the basis for our roster decisions. We do take our role very seriously as citizens of the DMV, representatives of our fans and our team, a community that can be proud of. These are expectations, not aspirations. We're going to move forward with our team as constituted and pursue excellence on and off the court. The problem from a Wizards perspective he was a fairly good defensive player and obviously young and developing. And now he's gone because he stole a bottle of Old Spice or seven of them. <sighs> Ryan Rollins, what are you doing, pal? All right, a huge day as the commanders strike a deal with Adam Peters. More on that next from... Craig Hoffman, who again will have Scott Pioli coming up in about five minutes or so. Scott hired Adam Peters in New England and obviously worked side-by-side -side with Bill Belichick, so a lot on that bone to chew on. That's next. Have a great weekend. We're off until Tuesday. Thanks to Matt. Thanks to all of you who made the show really good today. Make sure you listen back on Rewind or on the podcast. Adios. Have a good weekend. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.